Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. Woo! What's up out there, podcast land? Woo! How y'all doing today? Just in case you want to know, that's from Miss Nancy. (laughs) (laughs) So how y'all doing? Hey, we're good. Uh, I'm good. I thanks to Mona. I remember that the uh, the intro music was playing and to unmute you. So yeah, right. yeah. We're, we're Mona's over here doing the boogie woogie down over here, man. I mean, the I'm intro is like an hour. Yep. Yep. So anyway, hey, I'm Hank Meadows, Pastor Mary Baptist Church. Got my home slice. Hey, hey, Miss Mona. Hey, got over there on the board. Jelly Bean. Yep, yep. Jelly Bean just drops, <laughs> drops nuggets for our new listeners his dan- name is dan but i don't know if we ever say that is your name dan or dan it's dan <laughs> it's diane i mean she put like three syllables in in three a three-letter word is that what dan. you do in the south well, apparently you're north <laughs> in the south we say what up dan <laughs> i'm trying to be so apparently you went nigan <laughs> d-y-n or something so man. i mean d-y-a-i-n-j-f and somewhere there's a k there's a k mixed in there <laughs> so glad I contributed. The clay is silent. So, all right, Way let's peel so back the curtain. <laughs> all right, so y'all, here it is. So we're all sitting here about to take the second half of Luke 15, 1 through 8, or 1 through seven. what? 7. 7, 1 through 7. And all of us are going, anybody listen to last <laughs> week's episode to remember where we were at? No, I haven't. No, nope. I no, nope, 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 nope. So... If we overlap, deal with it. It'd be all right. Yeah, it'd be all right. <laughs> so anyway, that was peeling back the curtain right there. Um, so we are there in Luke chapter 15 talking about that lost sheep. Um, you know, like I said, this is in my wheelhouse, man. It's talking about evangelism. Mm-hmm. So um, I think next time, we're just going to think out loud for just a second. All right. Because this is only be, I don't know, four or five more times. Can you imagine we get to the par- parable of the lost son? We're taking two weeks on seven verses. That's like 20-some verses. How long would that take us? Yeah. Um, I think we need to go to an Old Testament. Okay. Minor prophet. Mm. And let's just... Dig in. Exegete it. Okay. For all the listeners. All right. What do you think? Sounds painful. (laughs) I mean, we could go to Hosea. Hmm. I mean, that's pretty good. I mean, when God says, hey, I want you to go marry a whore. Yeah. <laughs> You're finding the title for that one. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I've got one. I'm not going to say on air. I've got one. Uh, oh. I, you know, I mean, that's, yeah. you don't like it. That's what God said. I want you to go marry this lady of the evening. Mm-hmm. Why is it when you say that you have to get that voice? <laughs> Or maybe we'll go to Joel, who said, I'm going right after the drunkards. <laughs> I, I mean, those Old Testament prophets, they they cut no corners. That's right. Everybody says, I'm bold. I'm thinking, uh, go read John the Baptist. Right. <laughs> or go read one of those minor prophets. Yep. I mean, dude. Yeah. Seriously. So anyway, anyway, just a little thought that might, we might go there. I don't know. We uh, have some it, weeks to figure it out. It's like totally up to Mona. No. <laughs> Of course, I said this one was, and she totally <laughs> yeah, she... took a walk. 
What can I say? All right. You going to read? Sure. And then Jelly Bean, you going to pray? Yep. Y'all, I just want to tell y'all about Jelly Bean's attire. Today. <laughs> it's summer. My okay? man has on black shorts that has pink parrots on them. Yep. It's quite... Very colorful. Colorful? Yeah. That's yeah. the way to describe it. I really, what really sets it apart is the contrast with my alabaster skin. Let me tell yeah. you. Yeah. Really, <laughs> I'm like... My, my legs are screaming December right now, but my shorts are saying it's July. Oh, I'm all about it. I like them, man. Hey, they're, they're awesome, man. I like that. They are good. All right. On that note... <laughs> Luke 15, 1 through 7. Now the tax collectors and sinners were all drawing near to hear him. And the Pharisees and the scribes grumbled, saying, This man receives sinners and eats with them. So he told them this parable. What man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he has lost one, does not leave the ninety-nine in the open country and go after the one that is lost until he finds it? And when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulder rejoicing. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and his neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep that was lost. Just so I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who need no repentance. Just a thought, real quick. <clears throat> but yet we have people that say, you ought to be reverent in church, you got to sit Not, on your hands. Yeah. Mm, no. Heaven going crazy. Right. But we Why on the earth, we're going to be reverent and we're going to be <laughs> quiet. If that's the case... A funeral home must should be the most godliest place on the face of the earth. <laughs> That's just. I like your reverent voice. I like that. Yeah, man. Like you know, that. I get. I try to get Barry away. Right, <laughs> <laughs> bro. Uh, all right. <laughs> Heavenly Father, we we thank you for the fact that that you and that that heaven rejoices when a soul is saved, and it it doesn't say the best soul to walk the earth. It doesn't say. Ten souls, it says one soul, and, and we thank you for that because we know that, that when Jesus died on that cross, he was thinking of each and every one of our souls and that we were found unclean if not for him. So, Heavenly Father, we just pray that that this podcast would, would reach someone's heart and that that one would no longer be lost but be found by Jesus Christ for eternity in heaven and that heaven would rejoice over them as well. In Jesus' name we pray these things. Amen. 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 Why is it that we focus on the 99 and not the one? Mm. I, I don't know. <laughs> yes, I know you have candy in your mouth, so you can't talk. And I can't either because I'm trying not to sneeze. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like it's you. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't know what it is. But it? we do, do we, we not? We do. And you're, and you're right. We don't rejoice the way heaven rejoices when, when um, someone has come to salvation like we should. Um, I do remember being at a conference, um, uh, I don't even remember which one it was, but being in, you know, a sports stadium and having the aisles filled with people who are coming and just like someone very timidly started <laughs> applauding and whoever it was that was speaking said, absolutely, we need to rejoice. Heaven is rejoicing. And so then it was thunderous and it was <laughs> absolutely amazing. But, um, but the timidity at first was, mm -hmm. um, yeah, why? Well, why are we like that? Um, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. Well, I think I think part of it. Now, I'm going to sound really cynical for a moment, but I promise that it's not all doom and gloom. But the, I think part of it is, you know, we're so quick with a new believer to say, "Well, let's see how long it lasts. Let's yeah. see what oh, you yeah, know." Yeah. 
Yeah, they don't get over it. Yeah, and I think the reason we do that is because then if if they do quote unquote get over it, um, we don't feel so bad about getting over it. Yeah, because so you many know? of us have yeah. gotten over getting saved. Yeah, and, and I hate that, but I think that's a lot of it. Is we see we see somebody come in, uh, and it happens so often that a new believer comes in, they're just, I mean, they're on fire. It may be you know unfocused fire, but they're on fire, and and it. It reminds us of how how little fire we have left sometimes, and, and we don't like being reminded of that. Okay, so you guys are being nice. I'll be the bad guy. <laughs> we focus on the 99 because we're a bunch of babies in church, most of us. Mm. Babies got to have their needs met. Babies got to, you know, be burped and be bottle fed yeah, and, and all that. <clears throat> and we get jealous when it's not, and, and well, jealous, I, I don't know if that's the word I'm looking for. But we're afraid we're going to lose our seat in the pew. Mm-hmm. We're afraid we're going to lose um, maybe the ear of the pastor if they yeah. think they have that. Or and it's we it, because we're selfish. Mm. That's why we want our needs met. Mm-hmm. Well, from the perspective of a pastor, for me to meet your needs, here's all I need to really do. There's two things: preach the gospel right. and pray. Yep. Right. But we've somehow the role of pastor has been you pour into me every week everything I need for the week so that I don't have to go home and I don't have to read my Bible and I don't have to spend time. Spiritual babysitter. Yeah, and I don't have to do this. You just pour it into me so that I'm good. So I I can be a passive part of this. That's what most people think. Right. Is is a pastor's job. Yep. I hate to break it to you, but that's not what a pastor's job Mm. is. Right. My job is to preach the gospel. If you boil it down. Preach the gospel and pray. Mm-hmm. Want to check me on that? Go to Acts chapter six. Mm-hmm. Yep, I can back it up scripturally. Yep. Right. My job is not to wait on tables. Mm-hmm. But do I mind doing other stuff? Oh, I, I love to do it. You know, yep. I've told you guys, I love to. As the title of that book is, sm- "Smell Like Sheep." Mm-hmm. I want to be a part of my people. But it, it ultimately, hey, and it goes to the family, Dad. It's not mm-hmm. my job to raise your children. Right. right. Yep. It's your job, actually. Yep. I, I'm, I'm just going to say it because it was, it's on my mind. Mainline Denominational Church sang this week or two weeks ago, they changed the words of good, good father to good, good mother. Mm. I'm sorry. Wrong. Right. We know he's neither male nor me- female, talking about God. Right. But he takes the masculine. Yes pronouns yep jesus came as a male mm-hmm. right so and god is called father over, father father over and over and over again now if you go to changing the words of the bible as i read the mm-hmm. book of revelation and me. <laughs> other places it says do not add to or uh-huh. take away yep and 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 don't come at me with well we don't know how the Bible, if the Bible we had was the original text, and it's okay. So what you're saying is that God, who could take nothing and make everything, cannot just hold His word to be what mm-hmm. it was meant for it to be some through some men. Are you kidding me? Right, right. Quit putting God in a box. Right, a bunch of chickens. <laughs> He's a good, good father. That's right. He's not a good, good mother. Right. 
mothers play a special role in the life of us. Right. <laughs> in the life of the church. Right. Big fan of moms. Yeah. I, I'm a big fan of moms, too. I mean, I probably wouldn't have been here without my mom. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, you know what I'm saying? I'm pretty secure in that, yeah. But when it comes to the things of the Lord, he is good, good father. And he expects men to be godly men, right. to lead their families. Right. I don't know how we got there from looking at the 99. Yeah, well, yes, I do. So going back to it, we get so tied up in making sure our needs are met in Sunday morning, make sure the, the pastor or our Sunday school teacher or whomever says something to us and make sure that we get poured into that we don't want them going out to reach others us for and no more mentality mm -hmm. which is crippling to a church yeah. right you ought to be desiring to there's th this is not boasting or anything but just true there's not a week go by that i haven't invited somebody to come to church mm -hmm. haven't mentioned their name mm -hmm. with jesus to them now do they come majority of time they don't right but every so often they do all right, so I'm going to tie this in because this was – so even though I didn't listen to last week's podcast, <laughs> I do remember some of it. I, I think I was present. The the one going – we talked a little bit right toward the end about the one, um, that he didn't wait for 10. He, didn't, he went after the one. Well, I'm going to focus for a second on the 99 because it ties in with what you were saying. He goes back to those 99 – they're not all going to be scattered and lost. Mm. Why? Because they're together. Yeah. You need to be an act, and I'm preaching myself here. I'll, I'll be complete. You need to be an active part of a church family. Yes. Key word, active. active. Yes. And that's why we keep looking mm. for the pastor to do everything. And that's why, you know, we say, oh, uh, you know, he, did, he didn't speak to me. He didn't. Because if you're part of that family, then you're getting poured into by everyone else, and you're also pouring into others. Yeah. And we don't have that yeah. so often. Active. And by the way, active is not just showing up on Sunday morning. Mm. That's not an active part. Right. Right. It means doing. God did not call us to be a bunch of pew sitters, right. but a bunch of doers. And so, and, and because Jesus said he goes out now, so how, the question is, how does Jesus do it now? How does he go after that? You have any idea where I'm going? Well, I'm guessing you're going through that. He could, he does it through us. Oh, uh, oh. <laughs> do tell. Well, I mean that's, I mean that's what our role is. That's why he's gave us the great commission is to go and and make. What disciples. is the great commission again? <laughs> to, <laughs> to go and make disciples and to go and and as you often say, don't just come and sit, but to go and tell and. And um, and that's so. That's the role that he has given us, and that's what we, who that's what we're supposed to be doing. Dan's about peeing his pants <laughs> over there. For some, yeah, I'm I, sorry. I get. I get so excited about these. I just, I, I, hey, I love the excitement. And now I, know, that I got my right? shorty shorts on. You can hear me smacking my <laughs> my, fl my flimsy the legs here. Parents are not yeah. holding that back. The. <laughs> the I'm I'm reading the, this book, um, and, and the verdict's still out. I haven't finished it, so I don't know how how good it is. But it's called Grave Robber, and it talks about miracles and how people are like, well, you know, I I why don't we see miracles anymore? And and the point of it is, God calls us to be part of those miracles. He says you will do things greater than these, and we say, well, well, what am I doing? 
what greater miracle than somebody being bound for yeah. hell, yes. being saved and going to heaven? And how do we do that? By sharing the gospel. You can be part of a miracle, but we're so busy. We want flashy things and we want to be catered to and everything else that we miss the opportunity to literally play a role in someone's eternity being changed for eternity. Right, right. Let me ask you a question. All right, so we've, we've established that it's us, and yes, that's the greatest miracle, that and childbirth. Um, I, we take childbirth like it's nothing now. I mean, that's a miracle. Yeah. Yep. There's so many things that could go wrong. Yep. But so anyway, I don't know why. Well, my daughter's pregnant. Why? That's why. That's why it's sort of there. I was like, um, but I'm just sitting there thinking about this. We go, Great Commission, like you guys talked about. And, and by the way, that's for everybody, not for pastors or just pastors Absolutely. deacons. That's for everybody. So he goes until he finds it. And when he's found it, he lays it on his shoulders rejoicing. Mm. So I'm making this connection of who can lean on your shoulder when they're first saved mm. that you can help along, right? help carry until they're out of the baby stage. Mm -hmm. Number, but there's things that got to be involved in it. Number one, you you need to be mature. I was about to say you can't be in the baby yeah, stage when you got to yeah. be maturing. Right. Yep. I mean, you get, let, all right, it's a podcast now. Let's go to Hebrews. <laughs> and and in and the end of chapter five, mm -hmm. he says about this we have much to say, and it is hard to explain since you've become dull of hearing. For though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you again the basic pr principles of the oracles of God. You need milk. Milk, we get what someone else has done. Mm -hmm. Right. To get milk, there's got to be a farmer mm -hmm. that has either like, you know, around here, the Vanderhyde Dairy, and I know they, <laughs> you know, they put them on the carousel mm -hmm. and they mm -hmm. it's automatic feeders. Or a dude has gone out and milked the cows like he used to, but somebody else didn't. and then you just you just drink. So many of us live. Oh, this is a great live on the work of somebody else that gets poured into us. Well, because what does it continue to say? Verse thirteen it says, "For everyone who lives on milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness," and so because you're dependent on other people to do to to feed you to do that work of knowing what the Bible says and you don't put any effort into it and you don't take any time to know what it says. And you you're the the picture is perfect. You're you're literally a child and, and I you know, I'm a big fan of kids. I like <laughs> kids. But they're takers. Yeah. yeah. They they don't have another option. And I mean, they I'm make not, messes. Yeah. And so, you know, when you're taking, 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 the problem becomes not not when, you know, you're new and but it if you're 40 years old and still just taking and offering nothing, yeah. your parents are going to kick you out at some point. <laughs> like, you know, and, that, and by the way, that's the reason that I believe that the Holy Spirit inspired John to write, test the spirits. Mm -hmm. So many of us don't do that. Right. And this is, once again, I'm just going to tell you what I'm, test what I say. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I got no problem with that. Right. Of you coming to me saying, Preacher Hank, I, did you, are you sure this is right? What you pre Now, don't come to me and tell me your thoughts. Right. Because mm -hmm. I studied all week. Right. Now, if I just missed it, can happen. And you want to sit down and you want to show me scripturally. Right. That's fine and fabulous. Mm -hmm. Don't tell me what you think. Or right. if you just didn't like it. Right. Yeah. I don't like it. So therefore. Right. Or that's your interpretation. Yeah. Right. Well, my interpretation is based upon the Bible. Mm 
Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it goes to that. So many get led astray because they don't know what the, oh, that sounds biblical. Right. <laughs> Let me give you one. God helps those who helps themselves. <laughs> Absolutely that wrong. Right. No, God helps those who cannot help themselves. Yes. It's when you're at the end of the rope, you really find out who Jesus is. If you can do it, why does God need to help you? Or God doesn't give you more than you can handle. Yeah. Why would he? Why would he give you only what you can handle? Then you're not depending on him. You, yeah. <laughs> he would All give me nothing because yeah. <laughs> I can handle nothing. <laughs> so for real, who showed it? Why did I just flip to Psalm 62? <laughs> I don't you know. Tell us what? Where are we at? <laughs> Luke 15. What in the world? That's why I put my pen so I wouldn't lose my. I, well, I thought I had my little hooflachi right there. <laughs> But so the question is, whose shoulders are you leaning on mm-hmm. to learn or are being leaned on right. from you? Right. I don't think I said that right, but I couldn't figure out how to word it. No, you're right. Whose shoulders are you allowing to be? Uh-huh. No. No, and no, I'll rescue you here. <laughs> Please and, do I mean, so. I, I'm like, Dan's laughing, Mona's looking at me, and I'm going, somebody throw me a light vest, me. man. On, on oh. whom shoulders can you be leaned? <laughs> I think that's where we're I didn't, know, I didn't know we were going to King James 16, <laughs> But I mean, I had somebody from our church who recently was, um, you know, considering jobs and contracts for her job and, and, um, and asking me, you know, she just started messaging me and asking me about, you know, what do I do? And, 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 and I just, just giving her feedback on what I heard her saying and what I saw her doing. And, and at one point she goes, I, I, you probably don't really care about this. I said, but I do. Mm -hmm. And why did I, because she's my sister in Christ. And, um, and because, um, it was an opportunity to feed into her. Um, and she was, you know, coming to glean from me. And so, I mean, it was a, it was a great, and I don't think I told her this. So she knows who she is as she listens. Just know that, I mean, it was a great privilege to be asked and to be brought into that um, situation that she was praying about. And I think so few of us have that attitude toward, you know, toward just, again, being that family, being there for each other and the privilege that that is that, you know, church has, has become known to be that place where somebody's like, hey, how are things going? And you're like, fine, you may be falling apart inside. And you may take little things to them that really don't matter, but you're. we don't want to be the one that's up there in front of everybody ugly crying on the altar or ugly crying to someone else in the church because then it, it's just uncomfortable for everybody. We'd rather not deal with it. When this is the place you should be able to yeah. go to find that that scripture-based help. And sometimes it's not the person who refuses to allow their shoulder to be one you lean on. Sometimes it's the person just refuses to lean because mm-hmm. they yeah. think it's yep. n- like, yep. it's not you don't really care. Right. It's not important. And, and, and listen, that's a problem of the church. The church has come across as a bunch of people who don't really care. Right. Those people right. have been conditioned to not be yeah. able to trust. Yeah. <laughs> when this is the place, like you said, that yeah. we should care. How much time we got left? We got seven minutes. I really thought you were going to say, oh, we got a solid one minute left. <laughs> um, I feel like we've done a lot in this. And yeah. So anyway, let's just jump back in for you. So, and then, 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 so what happens, man, it, this, this kills me. And this is us. Mm. I, I'm lying. And it, it, it annoys me. Mm. Hold on, Dan. <laughs> some old boy or some old girl comes to know Jesus radically changed. Mm-hmm. 
And and they're down front. I'm like, hey, y'all come love on these guys, man. They're just believers, whatever. No and I see folk walk out the door and not come and rejoice. The Bible says that he, this dude, when he finds him, he calls his neighbors, he calls his friends, and he mm-hmm. says, rejoice with me. This is a time of rejoicing for the church, yet some of us can't wait to get home to eat a stinking bowl of beans. You're just like Jacob. Who Esau gave up his bowl of beans, man, for the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, what the world? Yeah. That, that, okay, you did it, Mona. You got me to the point where I got frustrated about <laughs> Thanks that. Thanks a lot, Mona. I thought he was pointing my fist finger at me because I didn't go forward <laughs> and say something to somebody. <laughs> Which might all be true. I mean, sometimes. No, it is but... so, I mean, it is, it is important. And I love that you do that. And I don't, and I confess, I don't always take advantage of it. Well, start. Okay. I promise. I'm convicted. (laughs) (laughs) But I love that you do that, whether it's salvation or they've come to join the church. And one of the greatest things that we do is when we um, pull somebody up there and gather around and pray for them. But see, people come for that. Yes, I know that. They come by the droves for that. Yes, we all come for that. But, but. I love that you do that because you are um, doing what this verse says in drawing people, drawing us and come and rejoice and welcome them in. And, and it's for most of them, it's a very uncomfortable thing, but it doesn't matter exactly. because that's what we're supposed to do. You're abs- I mean, you're right. And I, and I don't know if our church realizes the significance of doing that when you do that. I don't, I don't. Well, you wait till the next time we have, I hope it's this Sunday. <laughs> Be ready. Bunch people. of pagans, if you don't come forward and say, hey, and love on them. I'll be the first one. <laughs> I'm going to be like, I read it. <laughs> but it, it does. I mean, yeah. that is something that, that, listen, like you said, if, if all right, I, I sort of fussed about that one, but I mean, commend them. Now, if there's a prayer need, our oh, church, absolutely. we will, yep. I mean, there are pictures out there, and I know yes. some people are like, well, that person was more about taking pictures. Okay, but it's, it's. I love the picture that we have mm-hmm. on our, fa- isn't that it's, on our Facebook page? Our I love yep. that picture. That's the church, man. Yep. But it can't be just when you're hurting. Right. And go back, you said, well, miracle. How much yeah. bigger of a miracle do right. you need than right. somebody that was bound for hell is now bound for heaven and did it by the blood of the lamb, not by the skin of their teeth, by the blood mm-hmm. of the lamb, and their whole eternity has been altered. Mm-hmm. And I, I think so often we just, we're like, well, that's nice. Somebody else got added to the exactly. role of the church. That, that's you know? what they say. And that, yeah. a lot of times, that's see, that's their thought. Yeah. What you said. Did you know you even said it? <laughs> They got added to the role of the church. <laughs> no! Yes, their name got yeah. added to the book of life. Yes. Yeah, I, yes. I think that's why we don't get so excited. We're like, well, okay, they'll start coming here. And, and I don't, you know, it's absolutely exciting for there to be a new believer. But it's also exciting to have someone join the church family. And, and we need to see it as that. Not just they got added to the role. They're now part of our, our heavenly family. community yep. here on earth. Our yep. family. Exactly. Right. So I'm trying to finish. <laughs> the lost sheep here. We got two minutes. We're good. Oh yeah. <laughs> so he found it, and, and then I want I want to go all the way back to when I first started. For I j- I just struggle. I don't struggle with the person that says, "Hey, this is just who I am. I'm just not a very expressive person, mm-hmm. but I'm very happy." Yada. It's the one to say, "I think you ought to be reverent in church." Well, mm-hmm. define that. Mm-hmm. When my Bible says. There is more joy in heaven over one sinner 
who repents than over 99 righteous who need no repentance. I just can't picture heaven be like, I am rejoicing. This is <laughs> or, <my." laughs> or the golf clap. Yeah. <laughs> I think the place go crazy. Yes, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Because once again, it's more, it's, it, hear me, it's not so much about the one who came, yes, but how they got mm-hmm. there by the worthy is the lamb Absolutely. who was I mean, that's slain. Right. right. It's it's and so I did have one person one time ask me go I don't think you ought to be clapping when somebody gets baptized it's not about them I said I don't think they're clapping about the person they're right. clapping that they were worthy right you're seeing the power of Jesus Christ work right yes. there in front of you I said so I believe your vision is wrong yeah mm-hmm. you're saying well they're clapping for that person no they're getting yeah. excited about Jesus who died for that yeah, person absolutely. and that person finally just went like oh wow I'm a sinner bound for hell let me go to, <laughs> let me come to Jesus so. Yep. I, I I don't have a problem if you, if you don't want to clap you don't want to whatever, yeah. But don't act like you got a a, a corner on the market of knowing what we are to do. Right. When I can show you biblically right. that says right. there's more joy in heaven over right. one sinner. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. And 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 I can show you in heaven how they get after it. I mean they throwing things in heaven. <laughs> Revelation. Yeah. Chapter four. Okay. Chapter five. I mean, it says they are slinging their crowns at the feet. (laughs) Yeah. So don't tell me they're not throwing things. Right. Right. So (laughs) it's clear eyesight, brother. (laughs) Here's my question you did. Here's how I want to end. Give me your one thought, and then I'm going to end with a challenge. Give me your one big thought. Um, I'm going to go back to the word go after. Nice. Yeah, I, I mean, like where your head's at here. We, I mean, we need to... Don't drop the ball. We need to go after. We need to go after the ones that that have won, that are not part... We need to go after the ones that are lost. <laughs> Don't need, wait for them to fall on your lap. Go after. What does that involve? I, I, we're going to run over a little bit. What does that involve, go after? I mean, it's an active thing. It's a... It's a um, you have to get up. You need a pen to tell me yep. this answer? I'm going <laughs> to underline it. Oh, okay. I, I was like, what the world? My <laughs> I was like, she needs a pen in her hand to <laughs> point hey, at me? I'm a writer. <laughs> <laughs> what? Tell me, tell me. I mean, you have to get up. You have to go. You have to. You can't be stagnant. It's active. Does it start there, though? I'm, get, I'm, after, I'm getting no, up something. No, it doesn't start Where does it start? There. It starts with um, sitting at the feet of Jesus first. Okay. And then? And then, I don't know where you're going. I don't know what you want. Okay. <laughs> He's playing straights. <laughs> what do you want us to pray about? I mean, no, what? no, no. You sit at the feet of Jesus yeah. and you get a name. Mm-hmm. And then, then you begin right, to pray. pray for them, right? And then go, right? And then you go, I mean, yeah. and then you go after them. Mm-hmm. It's sort of that, it's just not like, you know what, I'll just go to Dan. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let God lead you. Yeah. Now, and Dan may be the one. Right. And because you're in his presence, that right. could be. But before you ever speak, yeah. I can honestly say, before I've ever spoke to a person about Jesus, in my heart, I'm like, God, just be with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Acts 26, I believe, is open their eyes to mm-hmm. see the truth and their ears to hear the truth. Mm-hmm. No, Met is loose translation. Yes. And the two girls that I talked to in Brazil, this last, two of the girls I talked to in this last time was, I mean, we saw, I mean, we observed them having conversation and said, well, you know, I don't. They're from the church. I don't think we need to go talk to them. But the longer I watch them, the long, the more the Holy Spirit impressed upon me that I need to go. Never take for granted someone's salvation. Right, exactly. And it was definitely the Holy Spirit who said, you need to go and talk to them. Yeah, absolutely. And right. so, Great word. Um, that jelly bean. I'm, 
I'm I'm sticking with that 99. Um, all I all I can think about is, you know, look, let let's let's be clear. Jesus doesn't neglect those 99. The the beautiful thing about God is He is powerful enough to go after the one. And and still be abundant to the ninety nine, so don't be don't be yeah. part of that ninety nine. Be like, well, he's not paying attention to me because I, that's that you know, yeah. we talked about. And so you know, rejoice in, in being part of the ninety nine because if you're part of the ninety nine, it's because you're previously the one. Yes, right. Yeah, and, exactly. And he brought you. Yeah. Into the fold. Oh, that's a good word, Deborah. Right. Yep. We forget that. Mm-hmm. Yep. We forget that there was one point that we were that sinner. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the biggest flaws of believers. We do we get over getting saved because we forget who we were yep. pre Christ. Right. Absolutely. I'm just saying. So here's my and now look, Southern Baptists, we we miss it a lot. But I do believe we've hit a home run on this one thing. Who's your one? Mm-hmm. Who's your one? Mm-hmm. He went after the one. Right. I challenge you to first. Sit at the feet of Jesus with your Bible, a good cup of Callan's coffee, or Duncan, and 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 meet with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Get a name mm-hmm. from heaven. Pray, right. and then go. Right. I, I'm not saying look, and and the best way to do it a lot of times is not just to go and just. Have you ever made a decision for Jesus Christ in your personal life? Well, come on, don't just go at them like that. Sometimes you have to build a relationship. Mm-hmm. Yep. That means spending time. Right. Letting them see mm-hmm. that Jesus lived out in you. I don't care if it takes six months. Right. Isn't it worth it for one mm-hmm. soul in heaven? And you may say, well, I don't know. Well, you'll, you'll know when you get to heaven. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine heaven without some people. Yeah. Yep. And so you have to have that mm-hmm. in you. Perseverance. He didn't call it a sprint. Have perseverance and have just bulldoggedness. Mm-hmm. Yep. And one thing that you've said that, that's always stood out to me and I, I try to, to grab hold of is they need to see what God has done in your life. Yeah. But they also need scripture. They don't need your opinion. No, no, no. Yeah, they need scripture. biblically yep. based scripture. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anything else? All right. Let's pray. Father God, we just love you. God, thank you for the opportunity to be your hands and feet and that you would choose um forgiven sinners like us to go and tell the world about a savior come to save us from our sins father help us to go after i pray for each person listening that they would go after one person not a hundred one and share the good news of jesus christ with them and and father that's the only thing that will ever make a difference eternally is how we do that and um so lord we look to you and god we love you and we praise you in the name of jesus Amen. Mm-hmm. I'm Hank Meadows, pastor of Marion Baptist Church. Um, got my home slice, Miss Mona. Hey, hey. Got my man, Jelly Bean, over there. Yep, yep. Thanks, guys. Bye, y'all.